Hey everyone, uh, just last weekend we got another podcast review on iTunes. It is from Carl Stara. She said, this is just what I was looking for as a small business owner. Straight to the point and helpful and simple tips, inspiration and motivation. Perfect for small businesses. And I want to say thank you to Carl Stara. And if you have a podcast review, make sure you get it on iTunes. Helps us spread the message and help more entrepreneurs. Hey everyone, this is Mike Andes and you're listening to the Business Bootcamp Podcast. First off, I want to say a big thank you to today's episode sponsor, which is TopTal. That's T-O-P-T-A-L. It stands for Top Talent, and you can find them at TopTal.com. They are going to be the ones that you want to turn to when you need any sort of freelance work or even if you need someone on your team uh, for any sort of programming, web development, Everything to do with mobile applications, all of that you can find on TopTal.com. And what's so awesome is you can find people that have been proved and vetted and only the top 3% of applicants actually become freelancers on their platform. So it's definitely the best of the best. And what's so cool is you can hire people by the hour. And so if you need someone full time, you can literally hire someone full time without having to go through all the paperwork, all the application process, interviewing, all of that stuff. TopTel has done it all for you. And right now we have a special offer. If you email me, I will set you up with my friend Nelson over there with who's the VP there. And he is going to set you up to make sure you have a good trial period and just make sure it's right for you and get set up. So make sure you email me at businessbootcamppodcast at gmail.com if that's of interest to you. You won't regret it. And thanks again to TopTal. Now, let's go ahead and get jumped right into today's episode. Uh, This comes out of a whole bunch of questions that I've been getting recently. And it stems from something we talk about a lot on the podcast. And I mentioned probably a 10, 12 times uh, throughout the past couple years, and that is that sales really is the most important aspect of any small business. And a lot of times when we think of businesses, um, we we think of, you know, I'm a service-based business, I have a product, I have, you know, typically product and services are the two kind of main sectors, and especially service-based businesses, they forget that sales, every company is a sales organization. And I really believe that there's kind of three spots that uh, an entrepreneur is in. The first one is when you're a solo entrepreneur and you're by yourself and you're kind of just working your small business and you really are the craftsman. And so if you're doing a service-based businesses, uh, service-based business, you are the one doing the service. If you're, if you have a restaurant, you're the one creating the sandwiches in the back. You're the one bussing tables. If you uh, paint houses, if that's your company, you are the one actually applying the paint to the house. And so that is the kind of the first stage of entrepreneurship. Second stage is when you become the sales manager. And that's really what your uh, whole position is all about is you have employees that do the work and then really when it comes down to it your job is to make sure that there's a constant stream of new clients and new jobs and uh, new products if you're in a product-based business but you really become the salesperson Uh, and whether or not you think that is irrelevant the fact of the matter is you are trying to create work for your employees and if you're doing that you are the salesperson you are the driving force behind your business that's the second stage and I think a lot of people fail to make that first step from number one to number two going from the going from the sole entrepreneur to the person kind of as the 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 person doing the work itself 
and stepping into that sales position. And what we're going to talk about today is kind of that main step there. But then there's a third phase which you step into and that is when you are CEO. And that is the moment when you aren't even doing sales anymore. You actually hire that position out to a team of people and you begin to simply just juggle all the balls of the business, everything from operations to sales. You're not actually working in the business. You aren't doing the operations. You aren't doing the sales. You aren't applying the paint of coat, the coat of paint. Uh, you aren't changing the tires. You aren't making the sandwich. You And you aren't even involved with the customer service or anything of like that. You are simply doing all of those things, but not actually doing them physically yourself. You're just managing all aspects, kind of getting the 30,000 foot view and making executive decisions. So those are the three positions really I think that an entrepreneur goes through. Number one, you're really just the solo entrepreneur. Number two, you're the sales manager. And number three, you're the CEO. And so even though my first book is still yet to come out, and let me pause here and just say, I know I said like months ago it's just about to come out, but I never knew the process of making a book and how tedious and how long it is, especially when you, do it, when you want to do it right. So we've edited it and all of that officially as of three hours ago. Uh, the book is actually completed. They're sending me a complete uh, first copy of it in the mail should be here within five days they said and uh, then it's like ready once I just say yes and I approve then it's officially going to be available on Amazon and I promise you I'll let you know so I'm guessing next week sometime not going to promise because I probably said that probably 10 times a couple months ago so I'm sorry about that but I didn't know the process and I didn't know how many times we had to edit it and reformat just the formatting of the book and the ISBN and titles and covers and all of this stuff that we've been doing and it's been a lot of time a lot of energy a lot of money really I didn't even know it took so much money to write a book but um, it's going to be worth it all and uh, it, I'm really looking forward to it and uh, it's been it's been an awesome process the hardest part for me really though was making it so much shorter like the whole book is only like 110 pages and originally when I wanted to write it it was like 250 280 something like that and when I brought it to the editors I kind of had an open mind when I went to the editors I was like you know what these people have done this hundreds of times before they know what they're talking about so whatever suggestions they give me I'm gonna make sure I just do them uh, and so one of the big things they told me is like, okay, well, if you actually want to reach the millennial generation and people that are in their teens and 20s, they're not going to sit down and spend 10, 15 hours reading a book. And then it's like, oh, your book is going to take 10 hours to read. And so they kind of decided, we kind of came to the conclusion or we had a discussion of, okay, do I want to maximize sales, which is to create a general size 250 to 300 page book? Do I want to do that? Or do I want to actually reach the target audience that I really feel like that's the reason I do the podcast and the reason I'm writing this book? And so that's what we decided to do. Probably won't make as much money on this book, but I really don't care. I really hope that this just brings more people into the audience and more people can hear about what we do here in the podcast. And so, and it's for millennials. Like you can read this in three to four hours and it's fonts a little bit larger, only 110 pages. It's 
a pretty cool design, I think, for the cover, everything like that. So it's really geared for millennials. It's not going to get in the nitty-gritty. We cut out 70% of the book of things I wanted to put in there, like on more about business and more about business ownership and how to do. I really kind of got into some nitty-gritty stuff, and they're like, you know what? This isn't going to be what the millennials looking for. This might this might be down the road, but this isn't what they're what the larger audience is going to be looking for. They're looking for something introductory. So that's what we made the book. And so if you're out there and you're like, oh, I wanted something hardcore like uh, marketing solutions and all. I have some of that in there. I have a tips uh, chapter in there where all I do is just give tips and really concrete uh, tips in business uh, as far as what sort of programs to use, software, all sorts of stuff, like all that. And But then for the majority of the book, it's really about concept uh, making sure that entrepreneurs and young people are well informed in three areas and that is home ownership education and their career slash business and really focusing on if you're going to become an entrepreneur why you're going to be an entrepreneur and then what you're going to tackle and so that's really what the whole book's about and it really just challenges the whole concept of buying a house going to school and getting a nine to five those three things are just kind of picked apart, ransacked, and then I, I give a solution as to what I believe should be the new trend of how millennials should treat home ownership, education, and their work. So that's what the book's about, and sorry for that two-minute derail, but it's coming out, super excited. But what I, I said all of that to say is my episode today is really what my second book's going to be about, and it's going to be about, and I'm not going to give any dates, but I'm hoping end of this year, early 2017, that was when the second book will come out. And it's going to be about being going from this solo number one to number three. We talked about number one being the, the person in the business, working, doing the service, creating the products. And then number two, being the sales manager. And then number three, being the CEO. And I'm going to talk about these three steps and how to go from solo entrepreneur or how to go from small business owner all the way to CEO and what the steps are, what the mindset's going to take for someone to go through those steps because 90% of businesses fail. Everyone knows that after the, within the first five years. But I think the problem is within those five years, it's the 90% of businesses that fail are the 90% of business owners that fail to go from solo entrepreneur or business small business owner to that sales manager position. <clears throat> and so uh, I really believe that sales is is such an integral part of a small business and it's key it is the key ingredient to going forward and the business really succeeding thriving growing hiring more people expanding their market reach and their uh they're just dominance in the, in the marketplace and so sales is so important and i think so often entrepreneurs we get so tied up as small business owners in what we do instead of that we are salespeople. Especially if you start to get employees, you really have to realize that if you are actually doing the mechanical labor and the work within your business, you're actually losing money. And what a lot of people think is, oh, well, if I can work and do the, the make the products and if I can uh, do the the service part of my business and not have to hire someone, I'm going to save so much money and that's how I can increase my bottom line. And if that's the only way, if if your if your uh, uh, bottom line, your profit margin, 
you, you know, the very bottom line is just the difference between you hiring one more person to fulfill your uh, mechanical role within the business, uh, the you know, actually doing the labor. You're not a business owner. You just own a job. And I think that's what so many people fall into is they say, well, I own a small business, but really all you do is own a job because if you actually took yourself out of the mechanical part of the business, if you were the, weren't the one making the sandwiches or putting the paint on the walls, if you took that person out it took you out of that position and hired someone and you could only break even or you lost money, really all you do is you own a job. You do not own a business. And so in order to go from just owning a job to really owning a business and then owning a company and then being a, a CEO, you really have to get sales on your mind. You have to realize that your position within the business is to create sales and to keep the the prospects coming in, whether that be through marketing and advertising, and then it's the the whole process of bringing that funnel of prospect all the way to a paying client. And so that is your business. That is your business within the business. You are not. You should no longer be thinking about it in terms of. Yes, of course you have to have quality control, and I'm not saying you should go out there and create pathetic products and have pathetic service. That's not how it, you should be creating systems and implementing uh, rigorous training within your business so that you can replace yourself in the more mechanical parts of your business. So the guy putting on the paint, yes, you're going to have to train that person how to do that. You're going to make sure that you don't have a bunch of callbacks. Uh, if you're making, if you have a sandwich shop, you're going to have to teach someone how to make sure the sandwich is the same way every time and it's high quality. I'm not saying that you have to make your standards have to go down. But what I am saying is you can't be so involved with that that when someone starts complaining a customer because you know Joe Bob, your employee, did something wrong, you can't get into this, oh no, I'm going to have to do it myself because you'll, you'll never grow. Your business will never grow if you constantly are trying to get in there yourself and fix problems and, and kind of go back down and fix the problems of your employees and without realizing that you should be a manager you should instead of you being the one fix the problems empower your people train your people so they don't do it again and so they know how to fix the problem themselves that's how a business grows and by doing so it allows you to focus on sales you should be the one out there in the community if you're a small business owner telling everybody about your product and service telling everybody you exist so that every time they think about your industry or your category or your segment and think about your market that they you are the one that dominates their mind that should be your goal as the business owner it shouldn't be the shouldn't be the daily operations it shouldn't be if the trucks are filled with gas or if there is uh, enough cheese in the drawers or if there's enough cash in the cash register those are all very important things and those are all little things that can cause hiccups within a business however you have you definitely have to take a step from becoming the mechanical person that does the day-to-day -day operations into the sales role and in order to do that you have to get the right people on the bus in the right position on the bus and then you have to focus on your role which is sales it's getting people into the sandwich shop if you have a sandwich shop it's it's got to be keeping the sales funnel strong and and every single day having a new house to paint if you have a painting business and getting new contracts and making sure you're booked out two three weeks in advance and that next year you're going to be able to have even more contracts so that you can get more employees and then when that happens you can maybe get a sales manager or someone else that will then fulfill your role and then that's how you step up to CEO
And so I don't really want to focus on that step because that's a really big step that, that is a little more encumbersome and you might have 20, 30 employees, things like that. But when you we're talking about going from small business owner, solo entrepreneur to when you really have to focus on the sales. I think so many people fail to make that step and because of that, the small businesses in our country are being squelched because it just takes a sickness on your part and all of a sudden your business is tanked. It just takes uh, a couple key contracts to fail and suddenly you don't have any revenue. Whereas if you could have been out there pounding the pavement, being able to uh, get in front of prospects and get in front of potential clients, that wouldn't be a problem. And so what you have to realize is that you got to get the right people to fulfill the, the mechanical roles of your business. At first, that might be the guy painting. If you have a painting business, I'm going to use that as illustration. At first, it might be you need to train someone to take care of the painting. Okay, great. Now maybe you have five or six guys that do the painting. Now you still want to focus on sales. That's your number one thing. Then you might want to get someone now as you continue to grow to be your estimator that can go to a potential client's house and give them estimates and things like that. Okay, then you might want to step uh, as you get maybe 20, 30 employees and now they got, the estimators are very busy and things like that. Then you might want to consider getting someone to do marketing or, or work on your social media and take pictures and videos and things like that. Like, But until you get to that point, you got to be that person, the one that's driving the marketing, getting the prospects. You're the one that's talking to people, giving them estimates, being in the public, being the face of the business. And I think that's what so many small business owners fail at doing. So that's what I want to share with you today. Keep it in mind though about these three segments and ask yourself which one am I in now and what do I need to do to get to the next level? Am I in the number one, the mechanical, just doing the solo entrepreneur, doing all the labor myself, doing the service, making the product? Number two, have I been able to step into the sales managing role of the company where I begin to really, my primary primary goal is just to keep everyone busy, is to keep people in the door, keep the place pumping, keep sales generation, uh, keep the revenue going up every single month. And then the really the most rewarding is to go to that third step, the CEO position where you really are just juggling all the balls of the business. You don't actually get in there and, and get really deep with uh, a certain client or a certain job or certain, you might not even know all your employees if you get really large, but really you are the CEO and you begin to manage the whole company. And that's what an entrepreneur is. Someone that can go from number one to number two and then to number three, seamlessly tra- seamlessly transitioning between those three. Now, I'm not saying that everyone has to be number three. Someone might be really happy with just being number one, just owning a job really and just working for themselves and going about it that way. But an entrepreneur typically is going to have the drive within them to be like, hey, I don't want to get sick for a week and all of a sudden I can't pay my bills, which is going to happen if you're in number one. You're very vulnerable if you're in, in number one. Number two is 20 times safer and number three is just very secure because the company has now built wealth and and a value you could sell the company things like that when you've been able to step into role number three but just i really want to focus on stepping from number one to number two number one is so vulnerable you'll have really good months you'll have really bad months during slow times your little your personal financial well-being is put in jeopardy and that's what you don't want to be doing especially if a family if you have dependents that's not a role you want to be in 
that's not a place you want to be in and you want to really make sure you get to that step number two it's going to take risk it's going to be scary at times it might seem at times like you are almost out of control when you have to give other people responsibility and when you can't be at every single job and you can't be the one doing every facet of your business but you've got to make that step so that you don't become vulnerable and you don't become part of the 90% of small business owners that fail so that's it today, everyone. I hope that helps you just a little bit. Again, this, our whole mission here is start, grow, save your business. If I can even help one person every episode save their business and not be a part of the 90% of businesses that fail within the first five years, my goal, my my, my my whole reason for making this podcast, all the work, the hours that I put in is totally worth it. If you have a question for me, make sure you answer, uh, go ahead go over to businessbootcamppodcast.com. Ask me a question there. You can record an audio clip or send me an email or you can go to the apply page and send a little uh, form, fill out a form and I get a question. I answer everyone's question. Right now I'm down to about two or three days. I get everyone's questions answered and I've been able to stay on top of it. Big thank you, of course, to my office new office manager. As of like four months ago, we hired Liz. She's awesome. I really appreciate She's been able to take a lot of my responsibilities, so I've been able to focus more on the podcast and really get so I'm not three weeks behind on some of people's questions. So big thank you to Liz. I know she listens to the podcast, and I want to say thank you to her. Um, But make sure you ask a question if you have one on how to start, grow, or save your business. I just can't express myself enough how thankful I am for everyone out there, all the listeners. We just past four months have been really big for the podcast we've grown every single month by like 20 or 30 percent in our listenership we have sponsors lined up to now sponsor podcasts and now we have the the link on our on our website for sponsors that they can kind of get interested and we can give them more information and we've got them lined up for the next 20 episodes and so I just can't express myself how thankful I am, how much fun I've had. This is really what I'm passionate about. This is what I love to do. So if you have a question on how to start, grow, or save your business, make sure you go on the website, hit me up, and I would love to talk to you. Until next time, this is episode 105. Sales trumps all. Get out there, be a a salesperson for your business, and watch your business grow. This is Mike Andy signing off.